All right. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Disguise Royalty for You podcast. And today I got the man himself, Taylor Musgrove. Had to hunt this fool down on Instagram <laughs> to get him and fucking bug him up uh, to make it happen. But what's up, doggy? What's up, dude? Not much. So check it out. I want you to give the viewers a little intro and a little background of kind of who you are before we get into what you're about now. Right. Okay. Okay. So give me a little bit about like where you grew up, kind of like, you know, some simple background. Um, tell me. All right. Yeah. Coffee. All right. No, yeah. I grew up Southern California, um, San Diego, born and raised a little bit of Oceanside and then family moved to Bonzel. Um, uh, childhood was good, dude. Good parents, still married. Um, I'm the oldest of five. Two of my sisters are adopted from China. Let's see. Started working in the trades when I was like 16, 15, 16. Um, had a neighbor with like a horse ranch. Started doing construction there, just helping him build fences, put in drainage. Started working for my dad. Uh, got into the industry that way. Became a framer. Framing hurt my back. So I only did that for a couple years and I was like, oh, I want to run heavy equipment. That'll be better on my back. Yeah. That's, that, that's a joke, right? Now, now but, it's your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so got into running heavy equipment, did that for a couple years, um, with some other stuff kind of in between, like went out of state doing some, some weird stuff, but yeah. we could talk about that later if you want. Um, got into local 12 and that's where I'm at right now. Um, local 12 heavy equipment operator, grade checker, been into fitness for going on 10 years now. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I just started, started working out. Um, it's funny. I was telling my wife the other day, I'm like, I remember when it happened. I was at work at my first grading job and me and my buddy, I would always go to his house. I was young. I wasn't even 21. Uh-huh. Just smoke cigarettes and drink beers all night, <laughs> you know? And I just like, wasn't feeling good. And I was like, bro. We should like, let's get buff. That's what I said to him at work. I'm like, I, that was the turning point. I'm like, I want to be buff. I want big shoulders, big chest. Yeah. And just like, it was on from there, dude. Like I went home to my parents' house and like, they had a little dumbbell set up like this. I went and started lifting, like doing bicep curls, went and bought a protein powder at NutriShop. Like, cause that's what you do when you're 19, right? You want to get buff protein powder. Um, and that's what started like my fitness journey, you know? Little did you know that that was going to fucking unravel into what you're doing? No idea, bro. No like, idea. I'd spent the last 10 years like completely in the dark that like coaching or any of this kind of stuff was, mm -hmm. was possible, you know? Totally. That's fucking awesome, dude. Um, for the viewers that don't know, uh, Taylor Musgrove is a fitness coach and it's almost like he's turning into a mental coach too because the guy's got a lot of good knowledge and insight for his age you're 29 29 29 years old guys uh from what he's shared with me he was uh doing trade and he just what tell me about the the one you were just like fuck this dude like so i for the last couple years for the last like five years at least i would say I've been looking for a light kind of at the end of the tunnel, mm -hmm. not super tough. Like I've had side gigs, like a, a buddy of mine, the water truck guy I was telling you about He, I told you I'd, he did detailing on the side. Right. Yeah. So he's all, let's get you a rig. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it, bro. Cause I went and detailed some cars with them mm -hmm. while I was, I was working nights 
And then during the day, him and I would take his pickup with the detail setup and we'd be detailing Bentleys and Lexuses in like downtown Huntington beach, right off main street. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So dude, we find this van in Moreno Valley on <laughs> Craigslist at two in the morning. Cause we're working nights and, um, he's all hit him up, bro. I'm like, I'm going to be like a tweaker hitting this guy up at two o'clock in the morning. He's like, you got to get on it first. It was fully set <laughs> you gotta up, get right? Sales going to go. Oh yeah. So I go and I buy this van and I start doing detailing on the side. Get out. And that was like my little side hustle. And it sucked, bro. I oh, dude. hated what it. What were you charging for a good wax? Not enough, dude. Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> no, it was never enough. But like, so I'd work all night, uh-huh. right? And then like most of the day I'd be detailing, you know? Yeah. And it went into like, we didn't work Saturdays, like Saturday night. So Friday night I would work. And then Saturday morning I would go, I would drive to Riverside from Orange County and I would go detail cars. And then my foreman would call me and he'd be like, Hey, I know we said like, we weren't going to work, but like, can you? And I'm like, yeah, let me go try and get a half hour of sleep real quick before I come in for this shift. Yeah. You know? So I did detailing, got out of that. Didn't like that. Um, and then, uh, recently over the summer, I bought like a tattoo machine. I bought an iPad. I bought the stencil printer. I bought all this stuff. Right. And I was like, I'm going to try and make a couple extra hundred bucks doing tattooing. Cause I like to draw and like, I, I like tattoos. Did you give yourself any tattoos? Not yet. No. Oh, okay. I was just no. wondering if you practice on your leg. I went straight to other people, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cause I yeah. don't want any stupid yeah. tattoos. You know, <laughs> that's funny. No, like, so, Hey bro, come over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so like, so I've always kind of had like a, like a side hustle yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or something or like thinking, that. thinking, thinking. Yeah. And then if I didn't have the side hustle, it was, it was still kind of on my mind. Um, but yeah, recently, like I was telling you when we were working out these guys at work, the older cats, you know, they're in their fifties and they're like, yeah, you know, I got like 10 or 15 years left till retirement. And I went, I'm not even 30, you'd, bro. You'd be lucky if you make it that far. Dude, 67 <laughs> years old is 37 years away from me. Well, what do you got left at that age? Dude, dude. Like, honestly, what do you got left at that age? Like, my back is burnt right now. Yeah, I believe you, dude. You know, I'm getting gray hairs already. I'm, and the the way the politics are in the industry right now, too, it's like, I don't want to be a foreman. I've been a foreman before. You're taking home all the stress. And you're getting paid a hundred dollars more a week, dude. It's two bucks in a truck that, that and gray it, hair yeah. at 32. Exactly. You dude. know? And dude, like, I got gray hair too, bro. And it's led me to the same, literally the same scenario, bro. Like, um, I look around in the trade. I said this to you, dude, I look at the guys that are like fifties. Okay. Even late forties, mid forties. I'm like, these guys are fucking torched, dude. They, they're, they're just, they're spent. You know what I mean? They're grumpy. They don't want to fucking teach you anything. They don't want to fucking, they, they don't even want to show up. You yep. know what I mean? They're literally yep. there for the paycheck yeah. and then just let me go. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no like actual like sincerity. Like, like, Hey dude, I really want to, you know, I, I want to get out of here. Let me teach you. You know, they're just like just putting it in. Like you said, they're waiting for those next 15 years to hopefully come by smooth and hopefully to live that. To, to make their retirement, dude. Cause yeah. I don't know how you're going to what fucking do the same thing till you're what? Six. Would you say 65 at 67? I think is full social security and bro. These dudes are paycheck to paycheck at 50 years old. I don't want that, bro. I'm paycheck to paycheck right now. It sucks. I yeah. couldn't imagine doing it for another 30, 40 years, bro. And, and you then, know, and in 40 years, retirement age is going to be like 82. 
to get your oh, social yeah. security if it even exists, which it probably won't. No. And then inflation, your dollar is going to be worth like, so I, I, I knew I've known for a long time that like I had to get out, but I heard that conversation and I was like, damn, I got to do something now, you know? Fuck. Yeah. Give me some for that. That's what it's, that's yeah. what it's about dog. And, and you know what? <clears throat> uh, I, le- I linked with this guy because I stumbled across his page and I just saw like this dude that was literally just trying to find it how he could get it. And this guy's like, uh, you're tenacious. You're tenacious and, and I see you're, you're uh, consistent in your craft. And that even though you're new to your, your, your journey and you're fucking taking it head on and you're not doubting yourself and you're not letting the naysayers come in and fucking steer you stupid, steer you silly. And that's what I think that fucking men need to hear this day and age, bro, that if you're going to sit and fucking do the same shit every day and you're not going to get the fucking result you want, I mean, that's fucking insanity, bro. Right. That's the definition of insanity. And, um, you know, I, I, I reached out to this guy and, awesome we hit a workout this morning at four o'clock in the morning this dude showed up at four o'clock in the morning 350 <laughs> we, i heard your truck 350 pull up we rolled up house. we fucking hit a workout talking uh never have i once had a com- uh, conversation with this guy and we just fucking gelling hard and i think it's 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 energy attracts energy the same and that that you're just fucking striving to to break those fucking cycles dude these fucked up uh mental blocks that we all have you know and and they're not that we chose them we did not choose them it's ingrained it's ingrained in the school system it's ingrained in all the bullshit that we watch the people we hang out with and the sad part is it's happening and we don't even they don't even know what's happening and sometimes for us that we're kind of in our call it like a spiritual journey of waking up it's what it is really right Yep. You know, you're a believer in God, right? Yep. I'm a believer in God and it's about waking up to your calling, your highest calling and 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 owning it. Owning it and saying, "You know what? No. I'm not going to keep swimming that fucking direction. I ain't going to keep going that direction. I know that you know, it's almost like the fucking it's like the um it's almost like the the chain of chickens that's going to get slaughtered. You know what I mean, yeah. bro? It's yeah. like, you know, and it's funny, like you could see it in the trade, in your trade. You're like, you see the guy and you're like, oh no, I'm headed that direction. Yeah. Like, this is like a sink or swim moment. You know, am I going to sit here? Or it's like, it's pivotal. You know what I mean? And sometimes um, that barrier of making that decision, like, like, tell me what was it that like you were just like, you know, because I'm sure there was some doubt for sure, right? Because there was people around you that weren't necessarily like, on that path, right? Dude, no, nobody's on that path. Bro. Nobody's like, on I, that path, bro. Not that I see it like, and I've always had these ideas. Like here, here's another example, right? Of like self-doubt and influence from people. 2018, I got a new wife. I got a new baby. I'm working as a grade checker, making decent. I mean, what I thought was decent money, bro. Like growing up $40 an hour, like that seems pretty good, right? Sounds good. It sounds good. It dude, sounds good. That's, that's, that's what 80 grand a year. And you're going to take home half of it after taxes. I was going to say, what about uncle Sam? Yeah. That ain't that much money. So I was going to buy a skid steer mm-hmm. and go start my own thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Driveways, pool digs, demo stuff, like little stuff. Right. 
And I just remember everybody I talked to, oh, bro, don't do it. You know, like the economy, like you know, we're, we're due for a recession, like all this stuff. And then, um, and I'm like, yeah, but like, I still, I still think it would be good. Uh, but, but, but I didn't, and I was going to cat, bro. I went to Caterpillar and I got all the paperwork on a brand new 259 D for those of you that know what that is yeah. with a couple attachments. Um, I have like a hundred grand. Oh, it was more than that. But I was going to say, yeah, with, cat. With, with the attachments and everything. We own Kubotas in our company. Okay. <laughs> but, but I had a, a buddy, um, that like cut concrete. I was going to go do demo and asphalt grinding for him. Like I kind of had it planned out and, and then here's what happened. I got into local 12. Mm-hmm. Right. I had my name on the list and they called me and I'm like, Ooh, local 12 union. So then I'm, then I have insurance. Cause at the time I was paying a thousand or $1,200 out of pocket every month for me, for, my wife yeah. and my baby for insurance. Yeah. Um, and mine was bunk, but my wife and the baby had like the good, the good plan. <laughs> so, I was so, like, so here me. you are forking over the dough yeah. and you're not even sure if you're even going to be saved. I'm if like, I, I don't go to the doctor anyway. <laughs> yeah. Fuck but, it. Um, so I got into local 12 and you know what it did? I put the pacifier in, made a couple more bucks, saved because of the insurance and it, but I'm still, I'm an employee. I'm working for someone else. Yeah. And then here's what happened. I'm in local 12 for a year or two. And then, um, we bought our house and we started like, oh my gosh, this is expensive. I'm like, I'm, I still want to buy a tractor and go do my own thing. I'm going to go to contractor school. So I started going to night school at the little contractor spot. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, um, it, that, that was early. It was late 2019, early 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. You probably know where I'm going with this. Um, it was, I was supposed to take my test to, to get my contractor's yeah, license test. in April of 2020 COVID. March. We had the lockdowns and I'm like, great. I'm not yeah. going to start a business with, Nobody knows what's going on in the world. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody's fucking wearing masks, fucking running for their lives. Dude, right? Like everybody's a pedophile, all this. Like we're going to go to war. <laughs> we're going to go to war. <laughs> so, so I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. Dude, hindsight, like construction just went through, through the, the roof. roof. It did. If I didn't listen to doubtful people and myself, did I be killing it right now? Like I'd probably have like four tractors. Like, cause I'm just... Yeah. That's how my mind works. Just grow. Totally. You know? Yeah. So I didn't do that. And then, so what, so what happened after that? So I, I didn't take the contractor test and I just like, I kind of wrote it out in your thoughts. You were stewing and that, that, that lion was in the cage, just sitting there going, what the fuck? And so I just rode through COVID. I, I got comfortable again. We had two more kids since then. Um, well, that's what you were doing. Yeah. Get busy, huh? <laughs> Lockdown. Yeah. And so I, I just, I kind of got comfortable again. Um, we figured out how to make it work. Kind of, kind of. Right. Um, and then inflation started going crazy. I'm paying Jesus. $7 a gallon for diesel for my truck, my commuter. Right. That's insane. Every tax, every, uh, every fee that we had HOA, everything, everything went up. And then did your, um, did your, do you, do you pay like, uh, union fees and shit? We pay dues and stuff, which did, did that change? I, I don't even think so. Oh, okay. it's, that's, that's not that crazy, but I just, I saw my check was staying the same, but what but was cost. coming, but what was coming home from the grocery store was way different. Way different. I'm spending a thousand dollars a month on fuel between me and my wife's car. Oh. And like, like that's almost like a paycheck, you know, it's three mm-hmm. quarters of a paycheck. So I was like, 
something something needs to change. But then I'm looking, I'm looking at the construction industry. And I I love it, bro. I love operating. I love moving dirt. I like being out there, right? You get to be outside every day. I'm so gonna pause was, you for a second, real quick, before you go. Don't lose your train of thought. Okay. But I agree, dude. It's so great. I fucking love it too. Like, if it wasn't for like like we were talking about, like sometimes some of the people that it tracks and, yeah. and the way it is, sometimes it like. I would totally love it more, but the way it is. And then like we get hit so hard, you know, the uncle Sam, you know, he loves to go after those guys. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's because it, he probably knows they're probably dumb enough to take their money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Right. Or right, right. Dude. It's like, but, but do I love it? Like, dude, you said something that resonates with me and it's funny how much similarities we have, bro. Like that's what brought me into trade. When I was a young kid, we had machines. I was like, Oh, I want to run machines. So then same thing, bro, learn how to run machines. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Like, you know what I mean? I want to, you know, let me, let me go back out. I want to be a foreman or uh, on the field doing something different. You yeah. know what I mean? But same. And that was it. But keep going. Yeah, dude. Well, and then, so the politics in the industry, the environmental stuff, you oh. can't run old tractors. You can't drive old trucks, right? Def systems. Yeah. All the people, like you're saying, I'm like, I don't even want to buy a tractor anymore. Right. Like the, the barrier to entry is huge because I'm going to have to buy a new pickup truck or get mine worked on. Right. If I could even run it. Cause it's a 97. Yeah. I had a buddy had to get rid of his 97 work truck and buy a 2010 and newer cause it was a commercial vehicle for his business because mm -hmm. of the car laws in California. So I got to buy a new pickup. Let's just say got to buy a trailer, got to buy a tractor, got to buy chains and binders You're and attachments, 250 grand in it and a fuel tank. Mm -hmm. And a grease gun, yep, mm -hmm. like all this stuff. And then I got to pay a couple thousand dollars a week in fuel. And you got to go bust your ass. And I got to go back and get my license again. <laughs> yeah. And then I got to be bonded and insured. And I'm like, yeah, I could do it. But it's a huge, it's a huge like cost to get started. And then like during COVID, every nutsack with a minivan and a flatbed trailer had a Bobcat or a Miniax on it. <laughs> with I'm like a fucking spray paint sign on the back saying, Hey, tall trash. <laughs> They're going to be cheaper than me. Yeah. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I started looking into other stuff and that's kind of where the tattooing came from. Cause for like, it was like less than two grand. Like I could get started and I make, I made a couple hundred bucks and I had fun, but I was, I was realizing that I'm, I was 10 to 20 years behind in the tattooing world. Right. And plus any tattooer out there that's watching this is like, Oh, this fag's like not going to go through his apprenticeship. And like, they're all, all mad, that you proper know? shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, dude, it's 2023, bro. You, Everybody's you, proper <laughs> YouTube educate. Like it ain't the 1960s anymore, you know, so, yeah. what, whatever. Right. So there was that whole thing too. Like I'm not even going to be respected. But then the fitness thing kind of came up and I, I talked to a dude, um, who's coaching me right now, but I talked to him and I'm all, what's up with this? And he kind of gave me the rundown and I'm like, well, dude, I'm 10 to 20 years behind in tattooing, which is my current, well, that was my side hustle at the time. And I'm like, but I'm 10 years up in fitness. I've been living this for the last decade. You already breathe, eat and breathe the fucking, the nature of the beast. Dude, I've been yeah. meal prepping since 2000 and whatever year it was mm -hmm. 10 years ago, 13, you know, since the day you said you wanted to get buff. I want to get buff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I was eating chicken and rice ever since then, you yeah, know, switched yeah. to ground beef like five years ago. Dude, <laughs> people laugh, bro, because I eat the same thing every day. When I tell you I eat the same thing every day, like 
at work, it's ground beef and rice. And people still ask me. I don't even know What'd why. What'd you bring for lunch? It's been five years, <laughs> it's bro, of thing. me eating out of those damn thermoses that I have in all my little videos. It's And you influenced me, bro. Like, I started crushing ground beef. It's sick. And I just was like, I'm going to make a buttload of it and fucking it seems like it's the it's the real deal beef is the only superfood on this planet if you want to build muscle and you want to be a fucking man and you don't want your tea to drop you need to fucking eat red meat red meat if you're eating fucking soy soy rizzo if you're eating fucking bread seed oils yeah all that bullshit sugar fucking soda gatorade all that fucking shit high fructose corn syrup get ready for your dick to fall yeah pretty much (laughs) literally yeah it's crazy, dude. Yeah. But that's awesome, dude. And um, you've been, you've been, what, February, you said? Dude, I started in February and it's not <laughs> You're even already the end making of March. a hit, dude. I did. I doubled my, my monthly income, dude. Yeah. This month, I made more money from coaching in my first three weeks than I did all month because it rained all month. I haven't hardly had a full week since like Christmas, bro. Oh, and it's bro. the end of March because it the rained same boat. so much. Had like three day weeks, two day weeks. Two day weeks. I mean, granted, um, it's given me fucking time to do this and I fucking love this. Yeah. Like I do, dude. And like, it's just tight that, um, like just meeting you fucking like that and fucking we're, we're moving fast, yeah. we're moving fast, baby. And it's tight, dude. It's like, I think more, more men need to fucking do what we just did. And it was like, you, you, you tell people what we just did, dude, like literally. And people would be like, what? Just like that? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's weird. That's weird. Like that doesn't even, they it's can't like, comprehend it's like, it. And it's like, you think like, why is that weird? Like, why are people so fucking scared to come out of their little bubble? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like there was any fucking weird juju or anything in the air. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like straight up like, hey, dude, like, I think we should do this together. Hey, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's fucking make it happen. Yeah. I don't know where men are losing that ability, dude, to just connect with other men and just be like, hey. You got a good idea. I got a good idea. Let's fucking make this good idea work. You know what I mean? Because reality, that's what built this country. That's what made this fucking, that's what made this. You know what I mean? Everything that's here that we see now or that this generation's looking at was built on that. And nowadays, I mean, I feel like the, the, the lack of communication, the lack of uh, connecting in men it's fucking weakening us dude and then they're fucking segregating men so now they're fucking all fucking to themselves and they don't even know you know what i mean and and, and it's not like it's not um how what's the word it's not like like it's it's a bad thing that's happening no it's just it's a normal thing that happens when you don't fucking connect you get off track you know what i mean right. it's like i think about this if we were in tribal days and everybody in the tribe was just like, oh, you know, Peter's over there, you know, Donnie's over there, you know, Matt's over there. Like, what the fuck are you guys going to do? You know what I mean? That's not how it worked. You know, you see fucking movies and yeah, when they go hunting, you know, and they fucking they're like 30 dudes all trying to hunt yeah. a boar or something. They're you know? a tribe. They're a tribe, yeah. you know, and it's like I think about that, like we need to get back into that frame of thinking and, and, and make it okay and it's not fucking weird and it's not you know just get over yourself and it's okay to be a fucking squid for a second or a fucking dork for a second like that's why we're here to fucking bring you in and say hey dude it's okay like you know i was there once (laughs) you know what i mean like i I fucking we all were yeah we were all fucking there once and it's like let's just get together and let's see how we can fucking how you know what are you good at you know let's incorporate you over here you know what i mean let's do it but like 
there's so much more than what the nine to five uh, options are out there. You know what I mean? And if you get stuck into that shit and then time, you know, you compound that habit with time in those avenues. I mean, dude, that's a, re a recipe for disaster, bro. Like, you know what I mean? You, you ain't going to have financial freedom. You yep. ain't going to have a, uh, you ain't going to show your family the fucking world. You know, it's like another thing that has brought me to, uh, do my podcast and then, and, and, and reach out to more people and get, just elevate myself is that, dude, I want to go and travel the world more. Like, I want to show my kids, like, dude, there's, like, this this place is great. Like, you know what I mean? There's so much here to look at. Yeah. You know what I mean? And know. And, and those experiences, bro, those are the ones that stay with you forever. You know what I mean? Going to fucking work in nine to five in an environment you hate, you come home and you're trying to forget. Yeah. <laughs> you hear me, bro? You're trying to fucking forget that fucked up day. Yeah. And, and, and that's where I feel like if we're thinking in that frame of mind where you come home and you're trying to forget that day, that just tells you where your vibrations at, bro. It's so, bad. it's so bad, bro. It's not nothing to talk about. Like you don't want to come home and share that story. You know, you come home and you're just fucking like venting out the fucking bullshit to the old lady. Old lady's like, the fuck do I want to hear this bullshit for? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, you know what I mean? And, and I think that men, uh, today we, we, they need to take this message in and say, Hey, you know what? Or whatever group and circle you're in, do what we just did to, to, a, to a degree. You know what I mean? Like go reach out of your comfort zone and go step in and, and see somebody who's doing better than you or doing something that you want to be part of and get in on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just get in on it, dude, because we were talking about like the stuff at work. Like there's guys that just like, you know, you're, you're over here like thinking that they have like at least a brain on them or fucking head on their shoulders. And like, dude, sometimes people's heads ain't even on their shoulders. Like, no. it's just like somewhere else. You know what I mean? It's like, like we're saying, how do you travel through life now? Like you're traveling like that. You know what I mean? It's like fucking driving a car with three tires, yeah. three wheels on it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I've said it before. <laughs> like, how does this dude like go to the grocery store after work? Like he's a straight up idiot, you know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> So I'm sorry. Well, There's you got, some people like that. Dude. You got Instacart, dude. Like, you yeah. know, like I'll be honest. Like, it's another thing. Like the grocery store. It's a funny one that you say that. It's like people say like, oh, oh, Instacart. It's oh, you do that. Oh, I didn't want to do that because that's expensive. Bro, gasoline is like, or diesel for my truck is like six bucks a gallon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to burn six bucks just going. You know what I mean? At least. What do they charge me? $10 to bring the groceries. Dude, and it's like, dude, that much. time is money, bro. How much is your time worth to you? Exactly. That, that $10 service fee that they charge you so you don't have to go mm, walk around the grocery store. Spend that time with your kids and your old lady. Building your business. Building your brand. And how many people do we know, bro, that... They go to the grocery store to get away, run away from fucking the, you know what I mean? Their, their reality. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, what kind of fucking life is that, dude? You well, know? then, then especially, I mean, you've seen it in the construction industry. Oh. I'm sure, dude, you, they go to the grocery store to grab their bottle, their 18 pack, their hot dogs and their chips. Cause they don't know how to fuel their body. All they're going to do is go home and sit down and drink. Right. Which like I told, I told my wife the other day, I was like, if you're not killing it and you come home from work and you sit down, you deserve every bit of financial hardship you're going to get. Oh, for sure. You can't sit down, bro. You got to go. You got to have your nine to five, right? Because mo most of these people that are going to listen to this have a nine to five and they're for probably sure. going to feel stuck. But if you don't have a five to nine and then a nine to five and then you start your nine to five, you're going to be in that financial hardship Crisis. spot. Forever, bro. Like I go to work 
and I'm working with my clients and I'm taking phone calls like on my little Bluetooth, whatever, like fucking multitasking. in the tractor, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm handling business. And You're then cutting I, great and then spitting some plans. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, and dude, my lunch break, that's when I schedule my calls. Hey, 1130, I'll call you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm making sales calls, sometimes two or three on my lunch break. Got to wolf my food down real quick and go back to work on the way home on my drive. I'm either listening to a podcast or a YouTube video, mm-hmm. probably Big Daddy Wes Watson, pump me up, call me a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you know? yeah. Um, and then that motivates me to make my content, right? Because I'm like, Dad, he's he's right, dude. I'm like so motivated. like that. So I, I talked about motivation the other day, right? And like I don't get motivated to work <laughs> out. That's who I am. But this content thing, it's starting to come more naturally. But like when I can watch somebody that like spits some facts or hits me with something that some just, fire. Pff, just gets some my fire. wheels turning, yeah. that's when I that's when I'm on fire and I oh, get real yeah. motivated. Yeah. But then I come home and I'm building workouts and in my training app, I'm checking in on clients. Like I'm grinding, dude. Like I don't come home from work and sit down on the couch. I don't come home from work anymore and crack a beer and just start grilling for the rest of the night. Like I love to do that. Just stuff. put your mind on autopilot and say, I'm checked out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I know there's not enough money in my bank account. Why am I going to come home from my job and act like my job is like the be all end all if it's not even paying my bills? Like I, I got to do more. hundred percent. hundred percent. You know what? And it's, it's dude, it's why I'm fucking here. I, I keep saying it. Um, I saw your fucking post. You were fucking in the snow with no shirt, fucking doing bent over rows, one arm saying by, uh, by any means <laughs> with a four by six, with a four by six. And I was like, this is my fucking type of guy right here. Like, you know, I like that fucking tenacious attitude where it's like, you know what? You want to sit sideline and fucking make all the excuses in the fucking world. You know what I mean? You could sit and tell yourself this, dude. I hear the pettiest shit all the time. Oh, dude. I'm like, you know what I'm talking about, bro. I hear the pettiest shit all the time. And I'm like, listen, you might not know where you're headed, but just do these steps and it's going to start to come clear. Yeah. Promise you. Just, yeah. just do it. You know what I mean? You got to make it non-negotiable. Like exactly. one of the biggest things I hear when I talk to somebody on the phone that's interested in my program. Oh yeah, bro. Like I, I had a kid and I just fell off. Dude, when I had my first kid, me and my wife, she was like eight weeks postpartum, which is like the earliest you can work out. We were up at three 30 in the morning, smashing pre-workout with the baby in the baby carrier going to the gym at four o'clock in the morning when they opened. By any means, dude. And people were like, <laughs> people were like weirded out. They're like, Hey, is there like actually a baby in there? Or are you like those weirdos that carry that around? And it's just got like your pre-workout. And we're like, no, there's, there's a baby in here. She's yeah. asleep, you know, but dude, we had to handle it. And I knew that by the time I got home from work, she was going to be whooped from dealing with a newborn all day. I was going to have to step in and help out with the diapers, the bottles, the bottles, get the it done in shit. the morning before work, dude. That's why I'm doing it right now. I love working out in the afternoon. I love working out when I got a couple meals in me. I've been at workout day. I've been at work all day in the sun. My blood's already going. I come home. I feel strong. I feel good. But I said, dude, my kids are getting older. They need me more now. Them wandering around the garage when I'm working out like they did when they were like one and two years old. It's not good enough for them anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. I come home. It's daddy. And they're running Mm -hmm. to the door. We can talk, we can conversate, we can play with toys together. They already intellectually uh, need you. Like in other words, they want your feedback. You it's know? less than just the presence for sure. of being around dad. Now they want me to take them out to ride their bike. For so sure. So me working out for an hour in the afternoon when I get home from work, I'm taking time from them at that point, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it was me working out, dinner, and then bed. And they didn't really get me 
And so I was like, I need to make a change. I need to be their dad for them when I get home from work. So I'm going to wake up at three every day. I'm going to crush a workout because I got to get it in. And then when I come home, I'm my kids and they can just have me. That's dedication, people. And I haven't even told this guy yet, but I'm going to sign up in your group. Right on. I am because, Fishing. you know, I just love what you're fucking saying. And uh, I want people to know that, like, I need more of that. You know what I mean? You can never have enough of that. Dude, everybody needs it, bro. Everybody needs everybody it. And needs you can, like I say, you could never have enough of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, if you're filling your head with some bullshit music or you're filling your head with some fucking stupid fucking people's jargon, you know what I mean? Like, it, like, no, fuck that dude. Like put yourself in some fucking, uh, in, in some, some mental space that's actually going to push you forward. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of shit that just keeps you bogged down and fucking just stuck on stupid, dude. Dude. You know what I mean? And it's, it's little things, but like, I'm going to walk you through a typical day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wake up late, right? Barely have time to brush your teeth before you run out the door. You don't let your truck warm up. You run to the gas station. You get two monsters, a pack of cigarettes and a slim Jim. You show up to work late. Your boots aren't even tied, okay? Still holding the coffee while everybody's already banging nails. Yep, yep. And you, you, you crack your monster, you drink it, you smoke a couple of cigarettes, you go to work for lunch. You got to run out because you didn't pack anything. So you go to Carl's Jr., you buy a cheeseburger, and then you're falling asleep after lunch, right? And you're going, dang, dude, like, why, why don't I feel good? You're just nailing it on the head. The dude, whole way funny. home, you're listening to some rap. Some, right. Yeah. Some stupid ass Some music, stupid ass music, getting all pissed off at all these cars that are in the same position you are, but you're speeding, trying to speed lane diving, right. Yeah. Almost getting into an accident so yeah. that you can get home to your house. That's far away. Right. Yeah, of course. Where all the traffic's going because yeah. it's cheaper because you couldn't afford a, a bitch in house yeah. in a dope location. Right. <laughs> so I'm just digging in right here. I love it. dude. Um, Do it. And then you go home, you sit down on the couch, you crack a beer and you're watching some crap on TV. Right. You're watching like some gossip girl, whatever, like just something stupid, some reality TV show. <laughs> and then you microwave your dinner. Oh, right. Uh, a hungry man. Yeah. <laughs> Drink a couple more beers. Oh yeah, dude, I got to get a buzz to pass out. Right. You throw a, a lip in and then you fall asleep and then you wake up and do it again the next day. Dude, you're nailing it, dude. Bro, I'm going to walk you through my daily routine. Okay. Spit it. I get up at three o'clock in the morning. I put on my clothes, come downstairs. I eat some nutritious food that's high in protein. Fuck yeah. I meal prep nutritious food that's high in protein. It fits my macronutrient pro profile that's going to help me fit my goals. I pack that in my lunchbox. I come out here. I crush a workout, mm -hmm. right? I go in there. I spend a couple minutes with my wife before I leave. She walks me to the door. She gives me a kiss because we have a good relationship. And we mm -hmm. spend time together. Get to work early, right? I've got all my food. I don't have to stop on the way. I got fuel yesterday in the afternoon, so I'm not, oh, I'm late because I had to get gas, right? I'm there. I'm there at work. Like presently there, I was gonna right? Say present. As much as I hate it sometimes, like I hate being a slave to the grind. Being an employee sucks, right? Getting boned on your taxes because you don't have any write-offs sucks, but I'm there. And I realize this. I'm cognizant of all these things that are going on around me, but I know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel because I'm actively trying to change things. I Hold on. I, I missed a step. I jump in my truck. I listen to a sermon, 
from an awesome church in Texas, right? Oh, yeah, I see you do your sermons yep. on, on Sunday. To get my mind right and, mm-hmm. and remember that like today is for the Lord and I need to focus on that, right? Because, God's important. Because otherwise I'm going to go to work. I'm going to be cussing up a storm, mm-hmm. be talking smack, you know, like all these things that aren't aligned with who I am and what mm-hmm. I believe. Get to work, handle work, schedule calls for lunchtime. So I'm doing business while I'm at work making money, mm-hmm. right? Signing up clients. I jump in my truck on the way home and then sometimes I'll listen to music because I don't let myself listen to music in the morning. I listen to my sermon yeah. every single day that I go to work and then it's either music on the way home or what I've been doing a lot lately is I'll listen to a motivational person. I'll listen to Wes Watson. I'll listen to Bedros Kulinen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, anything yeah. like that. I'll, I'll listen to something that, that dude, it's That's, just, I know what you mean. It gets those good juices flowing. Yeah. It's keeping my mind right. Sharp. Keep you sharp. It's so funny how we have that similar routine because, like, when I get in my truck in the morning, um, you know, fucking sometimes you hop in and your mind's going, work this, you got this, you know, you're going like kind of 100 miles an hour. Grumpy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, um, oh, is my coffee hot? Is my coffee taste good today? You know, everything's going through me. But, like, dude, it's funny. Um, I put on affirmations, positive affirmations. Yeah. And I'll do that for at least 15 minutes. You know, I don't do the whole, sometimes it's like an hour long. I don't do that. I'll just do it for 15 minutes and I start that dude. And that alone has changed my life, dude. Like just my outlook. Like I show up to work and I'll see somebody. It's like, it's like, you know, there's just no fire, dude. Like there's no fucking fire in anybody. And it's like the affirmations over time, bro, have like created me to just have a naturally good attitude in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I just, I've been that person. You have a shitty attitude in the morning and you're just like, like, why do I have a shitty attitude in the morning? Like, it's just a fucking morning. You know what I mean? It's not like the end of the world. I ain't dying today. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, it's funny how that too is something you got to train yourself in the morning to realize like, Hey, this is going to be a fucking awesome day, dude. Like Mm -hmm. this day, I'm going to fucking crush it and tell yourself like, dude, we're going to achieve more than we think we can achieve. And the days that I've crunched out, like, and, 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 and with my team and we've been like, when I'm on the field and I'm doing, you know, I got my bags on and we're doing shit like, dude, those are the days that sometimes I look back and I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't have made it that far if I didn't have that good affirmation in my head saying there is no such thing as no, or there is no such thing as that that can't happen. Like it's right. fucking happening. And I'm just trying to incorporate that now in different ways of my life. You know what I mean? Instead of just like, because you know, I'm not old neither. I'm 32, but I'm still trying to find that groove of like, like you say, pushing forward now, now taking what you know, now keep applying it to different parts of your life. And now, you know what I mean? Waking up those other parts of your life that are there as well. Kind of like you're saying with your workout, like you didn't even realize that it's there and now you're starting to put shed light on it. And now you realize like, holy shit, this whole other part of my life's waking up. That's kind of oh, like realistically it's always been there dude that's who i am it's who you are now i can monetize it like how perfect how perfect you know it doesn't get better than that and like the whole um you know the guys who are just eating like shit like you guys are listening to it like firsthand fucking make a change you there's that's not you know if you're waking up thinking that that's it you're fucked up like straight up there you, you you're a product of what you put in your body. Yep. And if you're putting shit in your body, well, you're going to get shit result, dude. So that's where I was going with the whole, this is their daily routine versus my daily routine. It's small habits you need to change. It's your eating habits. 
Right. It's your uh, dude, wake up earlier, bro. Like be on time to work, you know, like, um, just set, set your alarm back an hour. So here, this used to be me, right? I had alarms set at four, four Oh five, four ten, four fifteen, four twenty. Four o'clock to five o'clock. I had alarm snooze, set. Snooze, snooze, It'd take snooze. me like 40 minutes to get out of bed. <laughs> I set my alarm yeah. one hour early. I set one alarm for three o'clock. Boom. Every day. It's easy. I don't know what it was, but I set it back early and I'm up to my first alarm. And dude, that just gets your day going. But yeah. then you, so you change that habit, right? And that's easy, dude. Set your alarm back earlier. Just get up, be mm-hmm. on time to work, pack your lunch. You're going to save hundreds of dollars a month. And when you're working a nine to five, you need those hundreds of dollars a month. hundred percent. It's going to be cheaper. It's going to be better food, right? And it's just, it's going to be there and you can start controlling what you're eating, which is going to control how you feel, how you look, right? Your body composition, right? Sure. Move your body. Like a lot of people have an office job or they work from home. They're not, they're not getting, you and I get steps. We get 10,000 steps in a day, like easy, just cause like we're on the I'll job. I'll do that in my, around my house. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> um, but some people don't even get that, let yeah. alone like weight training, but it's like, go for a couple 10 minute walks a day, like move your body, eat nutritious food, get up early. Dude, I have the best relationship with my wife. We have been together for six years almost. That's in, awesome. In like dude. two or three months, it'll be six years that we've like known each other. We've never fought. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Me and my kids, bro. Like my kids love me and I love my kids. Oh yeah. But I give all of them the time and attention that they need. I don't get off work and like rush to the bar so that I can leave my wife at home who's been with the kids all day so she can be with them longer. Cause I got a drink. Cause I had a hard day at work. Like screw your day at work. Who cares? Yeah. Like you put yourself in that position, deal with it. Now go be with your family that you made, that you chose to be with, right? Like just small things, bro. Totally, You bro. don't have to get that divorce. <laughs> you don't have to be fat. No. You don't have to be tired. Like don't no. come home and sit down. It, it's so, it's so and easy you gotta people be, don't see it. No, you gotta be conscious though to surround yourself with people like that. Like, dude, that makes me feel more comfortable being in your presence. Be honest, like to hear that, like, you were spitting some shit like, oh, you know, we're always duking it. We're always at each other's throats. It'd be like, oh. well, fuck, I don't want to fucking have that in my yeah. life. You know what I mean? Like, no, fuck, I'm cool on that. That's you know not to I- say I've never made her cry. Like, no, a lot, dude, but hey, we've no, never but fought. No, we've never exactly. had a fight. Yeah, it's not. It, there's always bickering. There's always little shit, but it's not to the point where it's like fucking. You know, it's it's uh, detrimental to the to the relationship. Yeah. You know, we respect each other enough and yeah. we have a good enough relationship from the time that we spend together that we never let it get to that point. You know, that's fucking important, man. That's like that, that, that like brings everything full circle in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, coffee's still good. Um, man, you're touching a lot of good shit, dude. dude and I like it and, and it's good. I hope you guys are really taking this in because um, can't repeat it enough, man. More people need to hear this. And if you're, if you're struggling in some areas or you're feeling that you're, you're lack and, and you don't know how to overcome that little, um, that little hump or that, you know, you're stuck in a little trench, reach out to this dude at the end of the podcast, we're going to put his handle, his Instagram handle. So you guys can get on, um, you know, Follow him. See what he's talking about. Listen to what he has to say. I wouldn't be here if the guy was fucking stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm, I'm here because this guy has a lot of good accountability and we need more of it. And I, like I said, you can never have enough of it, dude. There's always a next level. 
You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Right when you think you're making it, dude, there's always that next one. And it's like, I you'll always, never, you'll never make it. You'll never, don't ever make it. Don't ever keep, like you say, always keep pushing, keep pushing and get lost in the process. Yep. Stay in the process. The minute you make it is when you drop, drop your level where you're at, you get comfortable. Get comfortable. Yep. And then you're done. You're, you're toast. Done. You you're might so- make a million dollars. And if you lose that hunger, you're going to lose that million dollars. Easy. Straight up. Happens every day. It happens every fucking day. Well, fuck, dude. I like what you say, man. I really do. And like I said, I'm joining your program. I want to be part of your movement and support it, bro. I feel like it's going to be good, and I feel like good shit's going to come. Awesome. So um, anything else you want to get off? Well, real quick, just to touch on that is like, some people might watch this and they'd be like, yeah, you know, I need to change my life, but I'm not like, I'm not like a gym guy. Like I'm not, I'm not into that. You know, the, it starts there. It I does. think, you know, you can change so much of your life with physical fitness and good nutrition. Right. And I'm not trying to sell anybody a program or anything, but I've, I've watched enough successful people either I've read their books or I've watched their podcasts or Mm -hmm. their YouTube videos or whatever. And something that the majority of these successful people have in common is they're fit. Mm -hmm. They're concerned with their nutrition and their mindset. And all three of those go together. For sure. How are you going to have a better mindset? Dude, do something hard. What's hard? Lifting a heavy weight. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's, it's practically free, Mm -hmm. right? Like go find a rock, or a say, water a tree jug stump. Go or fucking, a tree. St- I mean, yeah. lift, lift some heavy objects, <laughs> right? Six by six. Yeah. Dog. And go, <laughs> I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I remember when I first started going to the gym, I was benching the 45 pound dumbbells. Yeah. I don't even warm up with 45 pounds. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I was hitting the, I was hitting the 120s in like four months. Yeah. I didn't even think that was possible. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Dude, you, you got to start somewhere and your physical fitness and your strength is going to change your mindset, which is going to change your life, right? Oh yeah. You're going to look better. You're going to feel better. You're going to be more confident in yourself. Who's to say you're not going to get that promotion at work. Who's to say you're not going to get the girl, right? You're going to start to show up. Like you say, you're going to show up more confident and 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 that is something you, you don't buy confidence. No. You know what I mean? You got to earn it. You got to cultivate it. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. And, and it's another thing. People don't want to earn it. You know, there's people who make good money, and they're like, oh man, if only I could buy this or I'm going to put this shirt on or I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to fucking do this crazy haircut or something. And you know what I mean? And then it's just like, it's like, it's like synthetic confidence. You if know- you make a bunch of money and you're some greasy fat slob, who cares about your money? Gross. You're not successful in all areas of your life. You're just going to be more greasier and fatter. <laughs> be honest. Like I say this, like if you're a fucking douche and you come across a lot of money, you're just going to amplify to be super douche. Yep. You know what I money mean? Money just amplifies who you already it are. It really does, dude. Yeah. It really does. And and that's another thing to keep, be conscious of. You know what I mean? If you're already like not, if you can look at yourself and you know, like, man, I'm a piece of shit in this areas or I'm a fucking scum in these areas. Like, what do you think is going to happen when you get that success? Dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's only going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Yep. It's going to get worse, yeah. man. So you got to fucking snip that shit in the butt. Now, you know, all of, all of us have to, uh, you know, make an action today. Like, don't sit there and do the whole tomorrow will get here. You know, oh, I'll do this when this comes or I'll do this when, uh, you know, what are you going to wait till you fucking have diabetes? You're going to wait. <laughs> Seriously, right? No. Yeah. You're going to wait till you fucking get diagnosed with some fucked up shit. Some heart disease. Some heart disease. And then you're sitting there 
wishing when fucking Taylor Musgrove was fucking in your face telling you, dude, do these fucking meal prep, do this shit. And you're fucking sitting there going, dude, I fucking missed the boat. I missed the boat. And now you're dealing with these consequences that the solution to reverse some of these things is now a whole nother ballpark. Dude, it's more expensive. Oh, your program's expensive. Not as expensive as insulin. Or your bar tab. Or a hospital bill <laughs> or your freaking bar tab, which is going to lead you down that road, right? Yeah. Oh, well, how long is it going to take me to lose 100 pounds? How long did it take you to gain 100 pounds? It didn't happen overnight. Like, it ain't going to come. It's going to come off quick. But, like, put the time in. Yeah. That, that's what people don't understand is, like, like you said, like, oh, well, when this happens, I will. No. I will. And then this will happen. You got to put yourself in the mindset first, develop those habits because I could, dude, I could hand you six pack abs and 20 inch arms, but if you don't have those habits and that mindset, you're going to lose them because oh, you don't, sure. you don't know how to keep it because you didn't earn them. No, for sure. But if you slowly over time develop those abs and grow those arms, 17, 18, 19, 20 Build inches, your foundation. Dude, then you can keep it for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Like if I hand you a million bucks, dude, you're going to be buying a new truck, a new pad. You're going to be out freaking going on vacation. If you but don't if invest you, it. But if you earn that million dollars, you're going to be like, first of all, this ain't that much money. No. It's not going to go that far. I can't blow it. Like you just said, I got to make it work for me. I got to invest, invest it. it. Exactly. Dude, so the easy pill, it wouldn't work anyways. And you know what's funny to contribute to that is like, I've talked about this before. Is like I don't know why so many people wait or they, they wait too long and to, to start going like like you say they, they wait till those fucking things those crisis comes and it's like everybody tells that story to somebody like oh man like this happened to me so I started doing this oh like this happened to me so I started doing this it's like why did you wait till that happened so reactive everybody's right? so reactive nobody's proactive no why didn't you like start doing that shit fucking a year before and that problem would have never happened you know i i always look at the example of like uh keeping my shit clean it's a good example okay i'm a type of person bro i like to keep my shit clean like my truck's a mess right now because of the rain so is mine dude it's but so like bad. on the i inside, used to wash it every weekend and now yeah. it's like been. well right now it's been off <laughs> the rain's like doesn't let me keep it clean but yeah like i keep it clean bro like my garage it's like yours like i keep it swept i keep it clean you know like my backyard i like to keep it clean every little thing i like to keep it clean and that's something that i tell myself i go i'm that motherfucker who keeps it clean mm -hmm. you know what i mean so whenever you know you come around just know you know keep it clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I try to incorporate that because how many people, you know, you go into their garage or you go into this, it's like fucking, is there any order to anything? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you go in there, it's like, do you even know that that's there? No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, do you even know that you've had like fuckload of weeds over here on your side yard? Like you don't see those, right. you know what I mean? And I think that when you start to think about the details in the things around you, you start to in a sense, incorporate those things internally. You know what I mean? How you do anything Think. is how you do everything. Dude, give me some for that. Yeah. One of my favorite things to say, bro. It's true, bro. I tell people that it's like, it's how you do one thing. It's how you're going to do everything. Yep. And, and sometimes that curse for people, man, man, I see it in them. It's so hard to break, bro, because they've had, like you say, 
you know how you say you wait till something happens? Well, that wait period sometimes had been 30 years of the same fucking shitty program that's been running that. That's an ingrained habit right there. An ingrained habit. And and how do you, you know, you're looking at them going, dude, this is such a simple thing. Like just fucking, you know, put that shit away or, you know, do something with it. But dude, that, that shit doesn't come overnight. No. You know what I mean? Like you say, it doesn't come overnight, bro. That started like, you know, my habit of doing that started like, you know, five, six years ago of really being conscious of the shit around me in my fucking, you know, in my environment, Yeah. you know, and, um, you know, I got my whole family on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Literally I got the whole family, I got the wife and I'm teaching my daughter now. My daughter's four, same thing, bro. Like she's doing something, even the workouts, bro. Like I'm already teaching, my wife's already teaching my wife works out in the garage and same thing, bro. Like my wife's in there. We got little two pound weights that she has like old little weights, but my daughter goes and like plays and does them. And she, Dude, I came home the other day, my daughter's like, I'm like, hey, how was your day? She's like, oh, good. Me and mom worked out. We're doing this. And I'm like, this is good. This yeah. is good. You know what I mean? Like, I love to see the, 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 the good habits that get ingrained. You know what I mean? Can I say something yeah. about that and about say the it. influence that we have on our kids? So um, I remember when, when my son was one, years, one year old, right? And he's out here and he's, he was one and a half. I don't want to say that he was two. He was pretty young. And I had the easy curl bar with no weight on it on the ground. And he's like, in his head, I'm sure he's like, well, dad does it. You know, he grabs it. And dude, he's like full power lifter, like body shake, like deadlifting this thing off the ground. And he lifted it up. And I'm like, dude, that's like your whole body weight right there. You know? So that, that was just like a funny little story. Like what, what they see us doing is what they're going to want to do. But real quick, he was two years old. He's watching The Incredibles and he sees Mr. Incredible all jacked, you know, small waist, big shoulders. And he looks at Mr. Incredible on the TV and then he looks at me, he goes, Dada, you're like a superhero. <laughs> and I That's was like, dope, dude. well, thank That's, you. Like, yeah. no, I'm not. he's looking at me. He's jacked. You yeah, know? But, yeah. but I'm like, dude, that was going through his head. Like he, he saw he, a buff guy on TV he and he saw he's all, you. Yeah. And he's all dad. You're like a superhero. And then my daughter started school at the beginning of this year. She's four awesome years feeling, old. Man. She's in pre-K. And her first day of school, on the way home, she tells my wife, yeah, we were at school, blah, blah, blah. I told all the kids that my daddy is super strong and he lifts weights. Oh, dude, that's so cool. And I'm like, dude, that's the influence that we're having on our kids. To be honest, that though, that made your heart age. melt, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, that is so good. Not daddy comes home and he drinks and he's, he's got that big glass thing. Blasted. Yeah, well, he, he's got that big glass thing he leaves on the table, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, and, yeah. then the, and then the smoke comes, comes out, out of his of mouth. Because there, hey, there's people. I've been that, victim of that. But there's, but there's people yeah. that are they're still doing it. Oh, oh that, yeah. that's the bong. Oh, dad, I got to grab my beer when he walks through the door. Like, that's not what or, I'm teaching or the, my kids. Or the, or the, hey, go get me a beer. Yeah, which I, I did. I trained him last summer. They, <laughs> dude, hey, hey, it's okay. But like, well, you don't realize that like shit. Then like, that's how I started drinking beer. You know what I mean? It's like, go and get dad a beer. Hey, can I have a little sip? You know oh, what I mean? Oh, right, right, You know right. when you get a little older, you're like, hey, can I have a little sip? Yeah, have a little sip. Yeah. You know? I mean, some habits die hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't ag- as cognizant of it at the time. Like last summer, it'd be like, I'd be out barbecuing. Yeah, go grab me a beer, you know? And I, and I wouldn't get crazy, but I'd have a couple. But then there- I mean, it's not, I'll be honest with you, it's not, it's not a... Like you said, if it's not like an everyday thing and it's like, say every, whatever, a couple times, a few times a year, let's just call it that. But then your kid does it. It's not thing. But when you're doing it 
habitually every day. Well, what do you think your kid, you're, you're programmed already. Now you're programming the kid. But if it's like once every blue moon or whatever, then it doesn't, it's not happening enough for them to see it sink in them. Right. You know? Show them how to exactly. do it. You know, and you know what, dude, you brought up something that I've wanted to share on the pod and I, and I keep not getting the opportunity, but you said it. Up? What's and up? it. So it's about the kids, bro. So this is the power of us. Okay. So if you're just still on the fence and you still don't believe in yourself, I'm going to give you guys a fucking good one. So we enrolled my daughter in soccer last year and no, sorry, this season I was all busted up her first season. So, you know, we go to soccer, bro, like the first four, three, four times. And my daughter's like, like, like not really in tune, like kind of running off, like keeps losing the, 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 her team. You know what I mean? And the drills, she's kind of like, every time they take the ball from her, she's crying. Like she gets, she's, oh, yeah. my, my daughter's a, a win, like she's a, how should I call it, dude? She loves to win, bro. Okay, she's yeah. passionate about okay. everything she does, dude. She's like, she has that, that drive. So I'm like, I kind of saw her crying and then I started to like talk to her. Like instead of being like, just kind of like, eh, whatever, they're just kids and whatever, they'll figure it out. No, I would like talk to her. I'd be like, hey honey, like, it's okay. You don't have to cry. Like you got this. So one day she's at the thing and they're doing drills like two girls versus two girls and they got to go and, and see who makes a goal. Mm -hmm. So they go and my daughter like makes this goal and it's kind of squirrely. Okay. But she gets it. And then she's like, Oh my God, I made a goal. So we go home, we're on our way home. And then she's like, dad, I made a goal. And she's like, yeah. And then whatever, like the week came of the next week came to practice and then we're on our way to practice. And my daughter's like, Oh dad, she's like, you think I'll make another goal? And I was like, yeah, you're going to make another goal. And then right there I stopped myself and I was like, wait, what did I just tell this kid? I was like, what did I just say to this kid? I was like, no, you're not going to make one goal. I was like, you're going to make five goals. Yeah. I told yep. her that. I was like, you're yep. going to make five goals. My daughter goes five, literally looked at me. She goes five. I go five goals, bro. Get to the fucking soccer field. I'm fucking chilling there. And now I'm fucking curious. Like now I'm fucking curious, bro. You're doing a psychological yeah, experiment right exactly, now. Exactly, bro. And I'm watching this shit, dude. And I'm like, Hey, real quick. What else are kids for? <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> She's going, bro. First goal. Second goal. No way. Third goal, bro. We left that fucking soccer field that day with five goals. Oh, I just got chills, bro. Dude, dude I got dude. chills too, bro. And you know what? I fucking was on my way home. I was so proud of her. We took her to sushi dinner. Yeah. Oh, yes. we celebrated that night. I and I it. was like, and ever since then, bro, this kid, and I want her to meet your kids because she's four. I don't know how my old daughter's four. She'll Perfect, be five bro. in a couple months. Or, and dude, no, I just, days. I just took her to the rock climbing gym this weekend. <clears throat> okay. Did the belating class, whatever, dude, I could not believe how fearless she is. Like, I bought her a little Stasic, a little electric bike. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she rips that, and then now she's kind of like, she's already mastered that thing. Now she's kind of over. She rides a little BMX bike around the block. It, I, I took her to the, the, the trampoline park, and they had a little rock climbing wall. And she was going crazy this last week in the rain. I took her. She's going crazy, and then I was like, you know what? I need to step this up. Take her to the rock climbing gym. Dude, took her to the rock climbing gym. Could not believe how fearless a little four-year-old was Sick. up like 25 feet in the air, bro. Damn. And I'm belaying her, but I'm watching her. I'm like thinking her, dude, in her little experience, 
she's climbing Mount Everest, bro, looking back, not even scared. And then they taught her how to come down, like bouncing her feet. Uh And I'm watching her. I'm like, dude, I was never that fearless at that age. Be honest with myself. Like, I'm pretty fearless. I grew up riding dirt bikes, but this is different. Like, you know what I mean? This was different. Yeah. I, I just was like... I was in, I was honest, I was completely blown away. Like, and I'm still blown away by watching her, just her talent, dude. And how fast she adapts, bro. Like if, if something that I can, if I, I I'm learning from her, mm-hmm. it's just fucking adapt, dude. Like, like literally like my, like I'm, I'm trying to incorporate in my podcast. Like this is going to be episode seven and I want to get to episode a hundred by the end of the year, bro. Do it. You yeah. know? And that's what I'm saying. I'm talking to myself that way. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck, like just the miracles that are happening within her, bro, they're happening within all of us. But are we are we setting the stage for that right miracle? You know what I mean, bro? Dude. Are we setting that stage up? And it's like a lot, I'll be honest with you, we're not. And I've got a I dude dude, I journal. I journal. Okay, that's okay. good. Yeah, bro. And I and I suggest everybody to fucking journal. Anybody who follows me, fucking journal, dude. If you want to know why I'm getting results that I'm getting, because I fucking journal and I let out whatever the fuck I need to let out. Yep. I talk about it and I hear it and I read it and I'm like, okay, that was cool. That was good. And sometimes, bro, I fucking start journaling and then all of a sudden, like something else takes over me and it's like, it's like God is through me. And then I'm like writing all this like in a different, it's not, it's almost like it's not coming from it's me. It's just flowing. It's just flowing. And it's like, you got to find a way. And I think journaling is a really good gateway to find you inside. And I tell people this all the time. People go like, Oh man, like we're like a fucking girl, like writing a fucking journal, like all this, like whatever. You don't need those lambs. You don't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's, it's, it's dude, it's this, it's in a perfect world. How the fuck would you see it? How would you paint it? Really? If you could make it the way you want, tell me how it's going to be. You put that on people's in people's in their face, dude. People don't even know where to start because they've never thought that way. They've never sat there and go, "Like, man, what do I really want to do with myself?" Can I say two yeah. things about what you just said? Say it. Okay. So going back to you telling your daughter you're going to make five goals, she had a realization moment right there. She's like, "Wait, I can do that. That's possible, bro." That is why I started doing what I'm doing with my page. People don't know what's possible. If you can just show them like, like I made a a reel recently where I talked about the foreman at work. That's like, I already went to the gym. I'm like, what are you talking about? What time do you get up? He's all two 30 in the morning. I'm like, you can do that. I'm an adult. I'm in like, I'm in my young twenties, Yeah. but I'm like, I didn't know people got up that early in the morning. I thought five was early. You know what? Yeah. 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 But he told me that and it changed my life, bro. I've been getting up before five in the morning for years now. And I think it's this, it's, you're not waiting for life to come knocking. Nope. You wake up and you start creating that. I'm morning. knocking on life's door. Exactly. Bro. You're knocking on life's door. And, and that's what, that's where the magic is. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like one thing I was reading and it was so good. It says magic has, there's principal steps and there's a, there's a form to achieve magic. And it's removing yourself from things that steal your time and your focus. And you, once you remove those things, you're back in magic. And what does that mean? Whatever your creative juices are flowing inside of you or what's going to happen. You know what I mean? If you, if you, like we say, if you're stuck in the fucking matrix of the nine to five and you're, and that's all you're really thinking about and stressed out about, well, that's all you're going to get. Yep. But if you're thinking of uh, like you say the shit outside of that, 
well, that other shit is going to start to grow. Yep. And then all of a sudden you're going to find yourself in that space more, you yep. know, more often, yep. you know, and it's, it's so, so such a simple, like you say, it's such a simple thing, but it's I don't know why simple, we all have it but twisted. It's so hard. It is. It's simple, but it's so hard. Cause like I told you earlier, right. I listen to these like success books, real estate investing books, like uh, self-help, like all, all these different kinds of things. I read them for years and I got so frustrated because everybody was like acting like it was just so easy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, it's not easy. It's simple. It's simple, but it's hard it required. Well, and, and, and what makes it hard is the learn the learned behaviors, the reversing, reversing those learned behaviors. If yep. the learned behaviors were not there, right? Like that, dude. You know, because yep. it's like your kids. Why do they do it so fucking easy and so fast? Because there is no learned behaviors in yep. their little box. Yep. They don't know? have a box. They don't. No. It's know? it's right now. It's all putty, dude. Yep. It's all putty, and you see the results they get, and it's it's. And you just have to remind yourself that, dude, you are the same thing, and you either gonna take that back and own it, or you're just gonna allow yourself to just fucking keep drifting down the fucking stream, dude. And we as parents have to be careful because we build that box around our kids. And if you're going to build them a small box and push the nine to five and push college and push the standard on them, they're going to be standard, bro. So we have to be so careful about how we talk to them. Cause like you just said, right? If you were like, yeah, you're going to make a goal. She would have gotten one. You would have been proud. She would have been proud. That was it, dude. You put her box. You made it this big. Yeah. You told her she was going to get five. And the other thing I wanted to touch on, um, what, so it was, it was the, um, you're going to make five. You told her it was possible. But the other thing was the positive mental, like positive self-talk, positive mental attitude, not putting yourself in a box. Right. And, Mm -mm. and like, um, I can't even remember what you said that made me think of it, but basically like why would I tell myself that I'm going to be less than I can be? Why would I tell myself I can't buy that car or I can't buy that house or I can't make this income annually? Why would you tell yourself that? If you tell yourself, I can do this, I can make $30,000 a month, you're going to do it. But why would you stop there? I was going to say, why would it be 30? Why not a hundred? Why not a hundred? But why a hundred, dude? There's people out, there's people out there, normal dudes that are making a million dollars a month. Exactly. And then, and, and then, in the neighborhood down the road, there's a mofo that's making four grand and he asked for four grand. Right. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> the and universe he's, gave him four grand. But he's stoked on it, you and know? He's stoked on it. And that's the thing too, right? Is like people set goals way too low. Right? Way too low. I want to make 10 grand a month. Well, you're going to make eight. If you want to make 25, you get to 17, you're more than double eight. I love the or one. 10. I love the one where they go, but why do you want to have all that money? I go, do you know what generational wealth means? Yeah. Like, does that, does that even a a light bulb that's on? Is that even screwed in, bro? That's selfishness. That's selfishness. Like, what what are you going to, what are you going to, um, tell everybody that, oh, um, you know, I don't want to earn too much money, you know, because I don't want everybody to think that I'm snotty, you know, I'm rich or I'm whatever. You know what I mean? Don't be snotty. Don't be snotty. dude. Exactly, dude. And it's like, that's just such a cop out. You know what I mean? Like, dude, uh, it's their way out of it. It's their way of justifying the fact that they're not going to make all that money and they won't with that mindset. No. And one thing I always tell, uh, I tell my friends and the people around me, I go, dude, life's abundant. Oh, it's out there. It's out there, bro. I go, if you haven't figured that out or you don't know, I go, I'm going to give you one example. 
I go, the example is going to be, look at the weeds when they grow. They fucking grow like wild, like wild. Okay. Look at the fucking greenery when it comes. It's so fucking green. Look at everything around you, bro. Everything around you is showing you that the universe is abundant. You just need to understand that it, it, that, that it, you are the same thing. You are part of the same energy force that exists. Yeah. Understand that everything around you is abundant, dude. You know what I mean? And you are abundant. You're an abundant person. You just have to believe that you are and it's part of you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It is. And, and I tell that to people all the time. And when I tell them that, they always look at me like, what? what? I go, bro, go look at the desert. I go, it's abundantly dry. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fucking dry as fuck. Like, <laughs> be honest. No, yeah. It's, it's abundantly dry. I go, money is the same thing. Oh, it's, it's so, abundant. It's so There's abundant. so much money out there. You can never say, oh, I have all the money in the world because there, you can't. There's so much of it. Check this out. Spill it. Here's, here's how I like to look at it sometimes. Think about um, how many people are on this planet. Like 7 billion people. Is a dollar a lot of money for anybody? Dollar's not a lot of money. If you got one dollar from every single human being on this planet, you'd have seven billion dollars. How much value do you have to provide to someone to, for them to give you a dollar? Not much. Not much. Dude, provide a little bit of value. A fucking Capri Sun, dude. Yeah. Pro- provide a little <laughs> yeah. bit of value. Yeah. A hundred bucks. Exactly. Provide dude. a lot of value. See, that's what I love about what I do is my clients are hitting me up. They're like, you're changing my life. People from my Instagram that aren't even on my program, they're like, dude, you're, the information you're giving me is changing my life. That's providing value. Dude, I love to hear that. Dude, and like, that's all you got to do. Provide some kind of value to somebody and you will get money in return. That, that's all it is. That's all it is, dude. God damn, dude. We should do this again, dude. We should do this like again, we can keep dude. Going. <laughs> I know, bro. And you know what, dude? I'm going to encourage you in case you haven't thought about it. Dude, you need to throw a seminar. We need to do something like that. That'd be cool. I'm dead serious. Don't like we say, think huge as big as you fucking can. You know what I mean? Why think small, dude? No, dude. And I'm telling you right now, because you know what? We need to get an audience of people to listen to this type of shit. People need this in their lives, not for us to like make money or anything, but for them to just change their lives, their mindset. Better marriage. Did your little, did your lens cap close? No, no, it just turned off. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. We got plenty of footage to chop up. Oh, cool. No, we're good. The pod, the pod's still rolling. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, right we're on. good. But um, no, dude. Uh, I really believe, dude. Like, you need to fucking. We need, you need to get behind uh, a stage and fucking keep, you know, envision yourself doing that because you know what? Yeah, dude. I mean, you're gonna fucking get a lot of people to watch, dude. Dude, you know, I had a my day one friend, bro. Yesterday, I put out the podcast, and uh, I was like, kind of not sure how I felt about it. And when I was putting it out, you know, sometimes the solo ones, I got to dig deep inside of myself. And one of my friends, dude, I haven't seen him in, fuck, dude, I want to say like 15 years. Mm -hmm. Okay, he moved to San Francisco and he's doing trade out there. Shout out to Chris Moore. I know you're listening, buddy. Hmm. Um, Dude, he reached out to me and was like, bro, I've been listening to your podcast since the first one you started. And he's like, I just want to tell you how proud of you I am. And how fucking awesome this is that you're doing this. He's like, you're going to touch so many people's lives doing that. And dude, it was like, I told you I had like these weird feelings about it and I had already put publish, bro. It was like publishing at three. And I was like, right after that, I was like, I'm going to take a little nap. Fucking woke up from my little nap. It was three. And I was like, I just checked if it was published. I was like, it's published. People are listening or whoever's out there is listening. And then I got his message like 30 minutes later. And I was like, 
that was just like reassurance in me, like to the deepest parts of my doubt. It just fucking snipped it in the ass and said, you know what? No, we need to fucking take this thing global. You know what I mean? Yeah. Take it global. Like there's already so many good people that are in the space of trying to coach people's minds and get people sharper, but there are a lot of older dudes, you know? And like we were saying, when we're working out, how many guys are there your age 29 you know what I mean? I'm 32 that are really going to say, commit fully and say, Hey, you know what? I really want to do this on a fucking global scale and say, I'm going to fucking push. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause that, 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 that's, uh, I be, I'm a huge believer. I'm a huge believer in God. I'm a huge believer is what you're going to put out in the universe is what you're going to get back. You know what I mean? I just trust that, you know, yeah. it's, my life's taught me that. So yeah, dude, um, it's fucking been good, bro been a good podcast yeah, i can't dude. wait to listen I'm to stoked, it yeah i'm stoked dude but um are you good we I'm, good i'm good dude let's let's close it up awesome all right well <clears throat> you guys heard it from the man taylor musgrove um spit your handle it's under it's at underscore taylor thrasher t-a-y-l-o-r-t-h-r-a-s-h-e-r give him a follow check into his stories the guy's relentless on his stories he throws up pretty much all kinds of discipline and once in a while, a little funny one. And, um, I like yeah. those ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that guys, that's all we got for you today. Stay tuned. Uh, we're going to see what we got, uh, for the future, but definitely there's going to be more collaboration with this guy. I want to say thank you to everybody who's out there listening. Um, all the supporters, all the people who are reaching out and saying this is great and keeping me motivated to keep doing it. Uh, it's very easy to get discouraged in this type of space, but I'm just saying fuck all that and I'm just keep pushing forward. We're going to do 100 podcasts by the end of the year. That's my goal. And uh, let's get it, baby. All right. Peace. <laughs>